Welcome back, everyone. Happy Monday. As always, thanks for spending just a little bit of your Monday with me. How do I feel about custom bikes? It's a question that has a couple of different answers, like a lot of questions. And I think the first thing you need to do is separate want versus need. There's a lot of people uh, that I've run into over the years that have wanted custom bikes. And there's, you know, want is want. Um, But need is a different story entirely. You could make the argument that I need a custom bike. My proportions are all out of whack. And thankfully, you know, I've been in the position over the years where I've had the luxury of being able to, you know, fiddle around and and between that and being comfortable enough giving up, uh, you know, no small amount of standover clearance, uh, I've been able to make, you know, off the peg bikes work. And not everyone is in that position, obviously. And so the need for custom bikes is generally found at either end of the size scale, right? Either the very tall or very short riders. I think that the tall rider, there's a better opportunity or an easier opportunity uh, to get away with a with a stock bike. Um, especially when you look at something like the offerings that Rivendell has where they go into the, I mean, 64 plus centimeter frames. Small riders are, you know, that's a different kettle of fish because you've got a lot of things that you have to factor in, namely, you know, the wheelbase really starts shrinking and you start having to deal with things like toe overlap and, you know, it just makes it, it makes it more difficult. I think that's why perhaps uh, Georgina Terry made, and I think maybe still does make those bikes with a smaller front wheel uh, to try to alleviate some of those issues while still uh, giving people the option of a of a kind of off the peg bike. So I th- I think there are certainly instances where a, a custom bike is warranted, but and you knew there was a but coming. There are also things that you have to really pay attention to. I think. Namely, you know, you have to really trust that the builder that you choose knows how you're going to ride this bike and kind of, you know, what the characteristics, the ride characteristics of the bike that you're looking for. And that may be something that, you know, is difficult for you to put into words, but I think in order to have a good end result, you really need to try. 
the other thing you're doing is you're kind of making a a really long-term commitment to this bike that or you have to find someone that is proportioned you know exactly or as near as makes no difference exactly like you are um trek does a they do a thing called project one where you know you can kind of pick the paint pick the components you can't mess with the geometry of the bike at all but you can really customize the bike and when i was a trek dealer i had the opportunity to have a couple of these bikes and one of the things that you can do is you can put your name on the bike and i never did because i knew that you know this was probably not a bike that i was going to keep forever and it was more likely that i would sell the bike if it didn't have my name on it so you're making a commitment and then you also have to think is the riding style that i have now you know going to be the same as the riding style i have 10 years from now so you have to try to future proof the bike as best you can and to me that's always going to come down to you know what width tires are you running now what do you think you're going to want to ride five or ten years from now and and try to build that into the bike again as as best you can so that handlebar height you know uh all you can always go lower with the handlebars but you can't really go higher without you know kind of doing something wonky to the bike or buying a new fork uh, things like that um so i think you know custom bikes certainly have their place for uh you know a percentage of the riders out there and the crazy thing now is that you know the wait time for a custom bike you know, may not be much longer than the wait time for a stock bike. And that's, you know, taken out its face. It's pretty silly. Um, I hope that answered the question. I actually made some notes, and I think I covered everything. Look, I know that Many of you out there don't watch these videos till the end. I get it, and I don't take it personally. But I want you to hang with me for just another minute or two. Because I've been thinking a lot lately about gratitude. You know, it's a, it's a thing that I don't think I was very good at expressing. I'm, I don't, I'm still not very good at it, but I'm trying. And I had this thought a week or so ago... Um, that I have some customers that, you know, they're, they're kind of more than customers. They came with me from the old store and I like them personally. And I thought, you know, you need to just send a handful of them a little note, just telling them that I'm grateful 
uh, for having had the opportunity to, to know them, and I appreciate the support. And I did. And it's something that I will endeavor to continue to do. But I was out running around yesterday, and I was listening to Tim Ferriss. He's got a podcast, too. It's a little bit bigger than what I do. <laughs> and, and I'm not, I'm not going to be able to come up with the, the name of the guy he was talking to. It was Jack, John, Jack, the reclusive polymath. It'll be easier, easy to find. It's the, you know, it's not the latest one, but it's probably the, the next down. And he was talking about this, uh, I think he was a dean of admissions at Princeton, and it was a, a man that they had both, uh, both the guest and Tim had had opportunity to uh, come across in their lives at some point. And they were just talking about the experiences that they had with this guy and how great he was. And uh, he, meaning the guest, sent this guy a note. And he got a note in return, thanking him for the note and, you know, how thoughtful it was. And he related a story uh, about they were going to name a hall after him, apparently, at Princeton. And they asked for a quote. And the quote that he gave him them was, I'm not going to, um, I had it in my head. Um, the, oh, crap. Hang on. Because I don't want to butcher this. And then you get to see me with my reading glasses if you're watching. Uh, This is great. The most treasured gifts in the world are kind words spontaneously tendered. And I found no small amount of serendipity in that moment and thought it was great. And so... I want to take this opportunity to tell all of you how grateful I am that you watch or listen, uh, that you leave comments, that, you know, I think that we're building uh, a, a sort of community here, and it means a lot to me, and I'm immensely grateful that you, that you do, that you've interacted and you continue to watch these things, so... Make the most of the day, and until next time, be nice, work hard, ride bikes, play music when you can. I'll talk to you soon.